Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. So today we are going to be doing another solo episode. This one, I haven't decided on the title yet, but it's going to be something to do with how to not fuck it up over Christmas in terms of your diet, in terms of your training, in terms of your lifestyle. I think a lot of people, because of the current situation, because of lockdown, and because it's Christmas, because times are hard, it's very, very easy to fall into a path where you are going to be letting it go, letting things go, letting the diet go, letting training go, drinking's going to be off the chart, everything's going to be downhill. So I just wanted to put this podcast together to talk about how to help you out, build a routine that's going to help you and keep your discipline, which is going to be one of the main things that you'll probably hear in this podcast. Discipline is a big thing. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. So the first thing that I want to start talking about is people who give up completely over the Christmas period. I've had a lot of clients, uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot of clients, a number of, a small number of clients who the last few weeks since the last lockdown have kind of just slowly um, started to get sloppy in a sense in terms of the training, in, ter- in terms of nutrition. Obviously not having that one-to-one PT there for the last four weeks previously in the lockdown has been tough. It's been tough for a lot of people training from home again. So it is hard to build that motivation uh, build that build that discipline that I talked about before to get back into the gym, to get that routine going again. So one thing that I mentioned there was motivation. Now, motivation comes and goes. Not everybody is motivated on the daily. I'm not motivated on the daily. People on Instagram who have got the body of Greek gods, for example, they're not motivated every single day, but they know in their head that they need to get their training on point. They need to get their nutrition on point. Not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day is going to be 100%, but at least most of the time, they're going to be pretty on point. And then at least most of the time, they're going to get their training done. That's the main thing that I want people to focus on. Like not every day is going to be great. Not every day you're going to be feeling like going smashing the gym or staying up a little bit later to meal prep your food, all that stuff. Not every day you're going to feel like that. So that's one thing people need to get their head around. It's not going to be easy every single day. So back to the point. Again, I'm going down rabbit holes as always. So back to the point about completely pieing it off over Christmas and struggling to keep the routine going. So I just want you to think about for a second why you want to get in the gym and why you want to get in shape and why you know that you need to get your nutrition right. Think about the big picture. If you don't have a a reason and a, a motivation, again, that word again, motivation to do something you're probably not going to consistently do it long term. Yes, you might do it for a short spell, like you get the people who come in the gym in January for one or two weeks, go on the cross train for five or ten minutes a few times a week, and then they just sack it off after that. You've got to find a reason deep down why you're doing stuff, because not everybody is blessed with loving the gym. Like I love training. I Most of the time, I enjoy it, so it's easier for me to get myself into the gym. However, some people absolutely can't stand it and you probably you might be someone who's listening to this podcast right now saying you know what I don't I don't enjoy training there's not one thing that I enjoy there's maybe aspects that I don't mind as much as others but overall I don't really enjoy it too much so you need to have a think to yourself about why you really want to is it the health reasons because there's a million different health reasons I could go into especially with the pandemic that's going on if you are someone who's 
overweight who isn't eating healthy, has a, has a very, very unhealthy lifestyle, you are at a high risk of this virus that's going around. Maybe that's a motivation for you to keep yourself fit and healthy, right? I want to reduce the risk of me getting this illness, this virus or something down the line. Think about that. And then there's also the aesthetic sides. If you want to look good for someone, look, if you're a single lad or a single girl, you want to look good, you want to be in shape and it'll increase your chances of potentially getting a girlfriend or potentially getting a boyfriend. It just... It, there's that side of it as well. There's also the side in terms of feeling good inside of yourself. Um, the benefit of that, I've seen a lot of my clients, is the confidence growing. When the when they're training hard, when the nutrition's on point, a byproduct of that, even if you're not purely focusing on bodybuilding, for example, a byproduct of training and being consistent with things is you're going to look a lot better and you're going to feel a lot better in that. So you've got to think about what personal goal, what motivates you to actually get in the gym. Is it health? Is it looking good? Is it feeling good? Isn't it being, being able to move better? You might have injuries, you might have um, a slight disability or something. Do you want to do this training? Do you want to get your nutrition on point so you feel better? You can move around, you can play with your grandkids, you can come down and tie your shoelaces if you can't tie your shoelaces. Whatever it is, have a little thing to yourself about why it is you actually want to get in the gym in the first place. Now, Again, if you're one of the people who may be thinking, I'm going to sack it off until January and I'll start fresh in January. Everything starts fresh on a new year. Now, think about, there's about three or four weeks left by the time this podcast comes out. It's probably about three weeks left until January. Think about what then three weeks are going to consist of. Probably going to consist of you slacking in nutrition, slacking in your training, probably regression, regressing, I should say. So getting worse rather than actually getting better or even maintaining. Just think what you could do in them three weeks to actually get you to your end goal, whatever that end goal is, which I talked about before. Think about how much progress you could make in those three weeks. So why hold it off the three weeks? What's going to change in those three weeks? Just because the clock changes or the years change from 2020 to 2021, that doesn't make a difference in terms of your life, in terms of your health. It's not going to magically give you an extra 10 kilograms of muscle or magically lose five kilograms of body fat. That that day, that year doesn't mean anything. All it is is something in your head that you're probably making up to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable and make it okay that you're slacking for the next three weeks so just have a little think about that for a second to yourself yeah have a little think is it actually an excuse that you're making for these three weeks to to just slack it off and have a little think about the progress you can make even if you don't go 100% at it for the next three weeks or four weeks up until the new year even if you just keep yourself ticking over even if you go to the gym two or three days a week even if you do that one PT session or even if you just sort your nutrition out and get that on point in your training, isn't that great? At least you're doing something. At least you're trying to maintain the level you're at. So when it comes to that new year, maybe you might have that big boost of motivation because it's a new year. That's great. You're already in a better place than you would have been if you just sacked it off for three weeks. So there's a few things just to think about if you are debating, just completely sacking it off, you're really struggling for that motivation and that willpower to get yourself to the gym and start now rather than start in 2021. So that's that covered. Now the next thing is going to be about how to maintain some balance over Christmas. Balance is a big thing I talk about with all my clients because I want them to obviously get the results that they want. I want them to look good. I want them to feel good. I want them to be able to move good. But I also want them to be able to enjoy their life. You can't completely sacrifice everything 
unless you want to be the best of the best. If you want, want to be a top athlete, yes, you want to sacrifice a lot. However, if you're just a general guy or a general girl who wants to live the life, feel a little bit better, maybe be a little bit more healthier than they were before, but also they want to go out on a Saturday night and then maybe once a week they want to go out um, with a friend and get a coffee and a slice of cake. Yes, brilliant. Go and do that. Enjoy your life. I'm all for partying. I'm all for enjoying your life, but there's got to be a balance. It can't be 100% on one thing and no effort put into the other thing. There's got to be a little bit of balance. So a few things that I like to do when it comes to when I know that I'm going to maybe have a few drinks or maybe uh, eat out, have a little bit of rubbish food here or there, maybe once a week, once every two weeks, especially over Christmas, it's going to happen a lot more consistently in terms of having bad food because it's Christmas. It's what people do this time of year, which is fine. So what I like to do in terms of if I know I'm going to have a drink or some food, say on a Saturday night, for example, what I'll do is maybe on the Friday and the Saturday, I will just slightly drop my calorie intake uh, maybe two, three, four hundred calories, depending on how crazy I'm going on the weekend. So, for example, Friday, if I'm normally on three thousand calories, I might drop it to two thousand five hundred, and then on the Saturday, I might do the same thing. I just drop my calories to two thousand five hundred. That's already one thousand calories that I've saved for that Saturday night, where I can have a few drinks. I can maybe have a bit of I don't know mince pies. That's what people have this time of year. Maybe some some bad food here or there. Then maybe again on the Sunday, I'll just drop my calories back five hundred calories. That's 1,500 calories saved. Now, one thing people do fall into the trap of is doing this consistently all the time. That is going to limit your progress and probably hinder your progress quite a bit, which is why I only recommend doing this every so often. Reason being, obviously, if you're dropping your calories back all the time and then obviously drinking on top of it, it isn't really ideal for your body. It's also going to reduce your performance, reduce your recovery when it comes to training, when it comes to your life as well. In alcohol, that's a different podcast to talk about, so we'll leave that for that one. But you just got to be careful and be mindful about how frequently you are doing it. If it's once every so often, perfect, do it. Just drop those calories back. But if it's consistently, then you maybe need to have a think about a lifestyle change rather than just a nutrition change short term. So now back to the point about obviously reducing my calories. So how would I go about that? One thing that I'm a big fan of, personally works really well for me, is intermittent fasting. So what I would do on those two or three days when I'm trying to reduce my calories, I would leave my first meal until maybe 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Reason being is, one, we're going to be almost skipping a full meal. It's like skipping breakfast in a, in a sense. So if your breakfast is normally five, 600 calories, that's 600 calories almost saved then, kind of out the window, which you can save then for that for that night out or that meal out or whatever it's doing. There's not going to be any, any serious health um, benefits to fast and everything. It's also very untrue that when people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day, don't listen to that. So do not worry about it. There's no health risks as well, unless obviously um, you have any underlying medical conditions. So again, I'm not a nutritionist. Don't take my advice literally. This is just personally what I do for myself. I find that fasting works really well for me. Just le leaves me a little bit more room for calories later in the evening or later the next day, depending on when I'm going to have that, that meal out and then drinks out. So there's one little tool that you can use. Fasting's a great tool. Similar sort of thing to carb backloading. So I get some of my clients to do this as well. So, so for example, they'll have the meal on a Saturday night. For the whole of the Saturday, they will they more, mostly be having just a little bit of protein and very low carb, very low fat meals. So for example, for breakfast, they might have 40 grams of protein and very, very limited carbs and fats, maybe sub 10 um, grams of carbs and maybe sub five grams of fats. 
then I'll do that for the two or three meals that we'd normally have. So then on that, that last meal, which is the meal that they're going to be going out, they're going to have a lot of carbs and a lot more fats to play, play with. So for anybody who's kind of new to carbs, fats, proteins, they are macronutrients. So they are the things that make up our calories. And when it comes to setting out someone's meal plan, nutrition plan, these are what we use. These are the little variables that we use to set out um their, their calorie intake and their goals. So you don't have to get too caught up in that. The main thing that we obviously need to focus on is calorie intake and then proteins, a little thing that we focus on secondary for obviously muscle growth and recovery. So I'm not going too far down this rabbit hole because people are probably getting really bored about me talking about calories and stuff like that by now. But anyway, main point about this one, if you're going to be going out for a few drinks or maybe having some food, just sacrifice a little bit of calories the day before, the day during and maybe the day after. Another thing that you could do is make sure that you get in a little bit of extra training, a little bit of extra cardio, a little bit of extra steps. So maybe you do 10,000 steps a day, maybe try and do 12,000, 15,000, just because you know if you're going to be burning a few more calories, you can probably afford to have a few extra calories in terms of your food and your alcohol, just to make up for it. But what I don't want people to do is go and absolutely torture themselves and then go on a big night out when they're drinking loads because that is going to massively, massively affect your recovery. Trying to compensate that much is just going to end up snowballing you down a, a fatigue rabbit hole in a sense. You're just going to be struggling to recover so much. So just a little bit of extra expenditure is going to be fine and then just reduce your calories and you should be good. So there's one way that you can allow for a little bit more freedom in terms of eating out, enjoying yourself, drinking out, so on and so forth because... Obviously, when we get out of this lockdown phase, touch wood, we do. Um, people are going to be wanting to go out and drink a little bit more, go to pubs and stuff. So being able to be a bit more flexible with that definitely needs to needs to happen. And you can't always be a hundred percent strict with everything all the time. You've got to have that little bit of freedom. Anyway, moving on to a few little things that people should still keep going over the Christmas period, whether they're going on nights out, doing this, that, and the other. One thing that people can't slack on because when people completely write things off, that's when problems occur. It's okay if you're having a little bit more fun than usual. It's okay if you're eating a little bit more, but there's a few things that you must keep going the whole time if you want to continue progressing or at least maintaining the progress that you've made over the whole year. So first one, keep your training going. If anything, the extra calories that you're consuming might be beneficial towards your training. You might be someone who wants to constantly stay lean all year round. Maybe being in a surplus and maybe having a few more extra calories could be a good thing for you. So if you're eating a little bit more than usual, that's a little bit more uh, energy, a little bit more fuel for your training. So go and keep on training more. Maybe you can train a little bit harder because you've got that extra little bit of calories in your system. So use it wisely. Don't just think because I'm sacking off my diet for these one or two days that I'm going to sack off my training and I'm going to start it afresh next week. I'm going to start it afresh next year. Keep everything going. Keep the training going. Next thing is still track everything as strict as you possibly can. Obviously, sometimes you're going to be eating out, so you're not going to be able to track things 100% accurately, but still track your calories, still track your macronutrients, just so you know how much you're consuming. Because if you completely write things off and you don't track anything, then you can you don't know where you're at. You don't know how many calories over you're going, or even how many calories under. If you if you're under eating, you've got no variables and you've got no way of measuring how much damage you're you're going to be doing when you when you're over consuming. So make sure you're tracking everything. Same thing with your steps. Um, if you really really want to get down into the nitty gritty of stuff, track your steps. 
track as much as you can, track your sleep, the same thing. Obviously, if you consume a lot of alcohol, that can massively affect your sleep. So if you've got any apps like Sleep Cycle, or I think the, the Apple Watches might have a sleep app, if you wanna track them things as well, keep everything as strict as possible in terms of tracking, just because then you can see the effects that these calories are having on your body. And maybe that might be a little bit of a wake up call saying, you know what, I'm going a little bit overboard here. Maybe I need to pull it back for, for a little few days here because New Year's coming up, Christmas is coming up and I wanna enjoy myself then. So there's a few things that you can do, keep your training going, keep tracking your calories and just cover all the basics, training, sleep, nutrition. As long as you're consistent 80% of the time with those main three things, you will be making progress. I talk about it all the time. It's at the 80-20 rule, if you've heard of it before. 80% of the time, you bang on with everything. And then 20% of the time, you can allow a little bit of freedom, maybe a bad day here and there. But most of the time, you've got to be on it. If your training's on point, perfect. If your sleep's on point, you're going to be recovering a little bit better. And then if your nutrition's pretty much on point all the time, then your, your physique goals, your body fat goals are going to be progressing. So just all in all, don't completely sack this period off if anything make the most of those extra calories and maybe just accept that you might put on a little bit more weight over the next few weeks if you want to go out and enjoy yourself which i'm all for if you just accept the fact that you're going to be putting on a little bit more weight then it's not the end of the world there's as long as you're not going overboard where your health's actually going to be massively detrimental and then then there isn't really a big issue here like for myself i know that i want to put on a little bit more size so i don't mind if i'm eating a little bit more and i'm putting on a little bit more weight yes i might not be as happy as how i look in the mirror but if i feel good if my training's going better then there's positives to every negative not everything can go drastically up and progress at the same rate there's got to be things that that have to give or take there's got to be things i have to sacrifice a little bit to let other things progress. It's when people try to, for example, they try to train for every single variable. They're trying to train for fat loss. They're trying to train for strength. They try to train to, to build muscle. All at the same time, they're not gonna get the same rate of progression as if they, for a certain period of time, focused on losing body fat. Then they took a period of focusing on building strength. And then they took a period of building muscle and trying to hypertrophy a little bit more. So if you're working on one thing at a time, you're gonna progress a lot faster in that one thing. However, the other things might just slowly regress a little bit. So don't get too stressed about things over Christmas. Don't stress too much about if you have a few extra beers, a few mince pies, whatever it is, if you enjoy your Christmas day, but just make sure that you're working hard. Make sure that your training is, is still going 100% the way it was. Make sure you keep track of your sleep. Make sure that's on point because that's a massive thing that people massively neglect. If you haven't listened to my previous podcast on sleep, definitely give it a listen. It's a thing that a lot of people do not focus on a lot. And then again, your nutrition. If you need to sacrifice a few calories one or two days because you've had a big weekend or you know that you're going to have a big, big weekend or you know you're going to have a few drinks, then just drop your calories down a little bit and just sacrifice a little bit of that just so you can enjoy yourself. But all in all, the main thing is just don't write this period off and don't be one of them people who says, I'm going to start fresh in the new year because just think of the, the prog progress that you could make over the next few weeks. So hopefully this podcast has been valuable for some people, maybe make, make them think a little bit more about uh, their goals and their focuses over the next few weeks. I will be opening one or two more slots, very, very limited number, maybe one or two max for online coaching if anybody is interested or if anybody wants to find out more information 
All my contact details, my Instagram, my email, everything is in the bio or in the show notes of this podcast. Drop me a message. I'll be happy to organize a quick chat with you just to see how I can help you. Because I think the next few weeks are going to be a tough period for for people for motivation. Obviously, depending on what tier you're in, you might still be working from home. Pubs might not be open. You might not be able to see your friends as much. But the gyms are open all the way throughout. So make the most of this opportunity. Make sure you're investing your time and also your money wisely. Don't be wasting your money on buying alcohol and shit food just so you can go crazy at the weekends. Think about what you can do with this time and make the most of this time. For a lot of people, that will be going to the gym and trying to get their their physique goals and their health goals in check and just keep on progressing. And so, yeah, if you're interested in some online coaching, drop me a message. If you're in the Newcastle area, more specifically the Gossip area, there is a few slots open for one-to-one personal training. I'm based at Nuffield Health at the minute. If you're, if you're unsure where that is, again, either Google it or just drop me a message and we can try and sort out uh, a little consultation, a little chat to see how I can help you because this is the best time to start. Don't save it for the new year, like I've already said. Make the most of this time wisely and then when it comes to summer, when things are hopefully, hopefully back to normal, whenever that day comes, then we can probably enjoy ourselves a little bit more and I'm going to be enjoying myself the same as well. So I'm putting the work in now so down the line I can relax a little bit and enjoy myself and have that a little bit more freedom. So it's all sacrifice and then down the line we'll thank ourselves, thank ourselves one day. Anyway, Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Any questions, as always, drop me a message. This has been Process.